Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hey, gorgeous. It's Denise here. Welcome to Chill and Prosper, your podcast for, I don't know, making your life better, more chill, more fun, more abundant. Today, we're talking about those times when you're not loving your business anymore, when things don't feel fun, when you feel like you want to quit. And and let's be like frank here. Sometimes you might really hate your business. Okay. So before you take any drastic action, let's work through it together because sometimes it's not all or nothing. Sometimes you can make tweaks that will make all the difference. Okay. So the first thing that you should do before you throw everything out is just like, where are you at in your life and where are you at in your cycle? So some of us have periods and I find this is always a surprise to me that sometimes in the month I'm just like, I just hate my family. And in particular, I hate my husband. And I'm just like, I just want to be alone. I just want to be single. I just want to get a divorce. And it like lasts for like one or two days. It's always a mystery every year, like every month. And then the next day I go, oh, oh I just got my period. Oh, oh maybe he's not so bad. <laughs> so... To say that is like sometimes you just hate life and it is just a temporary thing, right? It's just a temporary thing. It's okay and give it a day or so and it's not so bad. On a similar vein, sometimes we feel very overwhelmed and we're really, really stressed and it's like we just need to eat and we need some water and we need to just like go outside. Okay, so... Just check in with yourself sometimes. Like, is it your business or do you just need to drink a glass of water? Is it um, that you hate all of your clients or do you just need to eat something? Is it that everyone hates you or do you just need to, like, go to the bathroom? Is it that, um, you know, your business is over and there's no more clients or do you just need to go outside and get some fresh air? Okay, so just check in with all of those things because sometimes we can make things um, like way harder on ourselves than they need to be. But the other thing is it's it's normal to experience ups and downs. It really is. We're not going to love our business every single minute of every single day. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that you have to throw in the towel. It doesn't mean that you're not allowed to make money out of it. It doesn't mean that you don't care. Okay, sometimes it's just ups and downs. Sometimes that's external to us. Sometimes it's the economy. Sometimes there are things that are happening in the world that we didn't expect or anticipate. And one example of this is um, I remember someone having a terrible launch one year, terrible, terrible, terrible. And guess what, though? Their clothes cart was on the day after the US election where Donald Trump defeated Hillary Clinton. That's when that's when their launch closed on the day after. People were a little bit distracted, to say the least, right? So sometimes it's just things that are external to us that um, are not our fault. 
things like the economy. It's not your fault if the economy is struggling a little bit. It doesn't mean that you don't um, care about your business. But let's let's dive a little bit into that though, because sometimes it's it's the right business, but there's something that's not quite right about it. And before you throw in the towel, this is actually a really good opportunity for you to create it in the way that you want it. Okay, so for example, you might have the right business, but you've outgrown your clients or you're, you're just not interested in, in um, a particular type of client anymore. And this is not being ex- excluding anyone or anything like that. It's just sometimes you evolve in a different way than your clients evolve. So you might have started out helping people with a particular problem and you're just not that interested in it anymore. Okay, so it could be that you started your business at a a phase of life for you. Say, for example, you have a product-based business and you created a business around babies or around weddings because that was the phase of life that you were in. And so you go, I actually don't want to, um, you know, organize baby showers anymore. I don't want to organize weddings anymore. Does that mean that you hate events? No, maybe it's just that you want to shift your clientele. Maybe it's just you're just not passionate about that particular phase of life anymore. Or you're just, you're just not interested in it anymore. Similarly with um, like business, right? So you might have a business to business business ah, and you help business owners who are in early stages and you've done it for so long. You go, I'm just not interested in the early stages anymore. I want to help people who are, you know, at least six figures and beyond. And oftentimes we feel really guilty about shifting and changing who we serve. And that's okay to feel guilty about that. But also if you don't have the passion for it, often then I see people sabotage their business, they give up, they just lose passion for it and it all just dies anyway. Like it all just kind of falls apart anyway. So if it was all going to fall apart and you weren't going to do anything, well then why not change it to what would light you up a little bit more? I've seen this in the service industry as well. So I remember um, a friend of mine, she used to do massage and uh, being a naturopath, naturopathy, I think that's how you say it. And she was like, I don't want to do the massage anymore, but people want to book in for me. I don't want to do it. It hurts my hands. It just, it doesn't light me up as much. And it was like, well, so take that off your website, but people want it, but you don't want to do it. And it will free up space to have more clients. And sometimes there's a little bit of a, um, a scary time where you're like, but I need the money, but I want to do this other thing, but I don't have time to offer that. And so I was like, you have to take massage off your website. And then of course, more naturopathy clients were booking in because she was available, you know, and, but sometimes it can be that scary kind of thing. So think about, is it your business or is it your customers? Do you want to shift and change? Would you prefer to work with Um, a different problem, a different client, a different um, stage of of thing? Do you want to work with higher price, lower price? Do you want to work more in person or in groups? And again, I see that there's a lot of guilt and judgment around this. I've seen people do it both ways. I've seen people go, I actually don't want to do one-to-one anymore. I only want to do groups. And I've seen people go, I've switched to groups, but I really miss my one-on-one clients. Well, that's okay. If you're not lit up by it, someone else will come along to serve them in whatever whatever you used to serve. So you have permission to shift and change that. Okay. Now, what about if it's you love your clients, you love what you do, 
but it's the price. The wrong pricing can really kill the love for a business. It really can because it can become self-fulfilling, right? If you're not confident in what you charge and you're resentful about what you charge, have you noticed that we can attract clients who are like picky, who are like un, unappreciative, who, yeah, just a pain in the butt. And this isn't a high-low thing, by the way. This is absolutely about energetic win-win. It's not like, oh, high-end clients are always better than low-end clients. No, this is about feeling like it's a win-win energy exchange. Okay, if you're resentful and you're over-delivering all the time and you're not clear on the value and it's just not right, you're going to attract clients. It's just not right either. And that can be really, really hard. So you might think, um, and I, I've heard this once from a, someone who was a wedding florist and she was like, it's just not worth it. You know, why aren't people appreciative? I'm, I'm being as affordable as I can. And it's like, well, you're going to get resentful about it. And when you get resentful, it doesn't feel good. It, like any little pushback or any client, oh, can I change the thing? You'd be like, oh, no, no. Um, and it kills the love for your business. And so I was like, well, would you like it better if you got paid more for it? She was like, oh, yeah. It's like, Am I allowed to do it? Yeah. Um, same thing, uh, house painter. She's like, I don't really like it. And I was like, well, you really, you're really undercharging. Would you like it more if you got paid better? She's like, well, people wouldn't book in. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't want to do it anyway. So you're ready to give it up. Would you feel better if you just charged more for it? She's like, oh, it's like, give it a try. And then she seems to like it better now, but it's like, well, you were going to give it up anyway. Like if you're going to quit your business because it's so hard, why don't you just try and increase your prices right same with um is it you know are you always attracting people who need it now that's fine why don't you have a rush job rate why don't you have a vip get it done rate why don't you have a get it quick and dirty rate that's a little bit more do you think that's unethical no every business does it some people are happy to wait for normal shipping some people want expedited shipping and you pay for that right it's totally fine so look at the price of some of your things and see does it still feel energetically win-win do you feel resentful are there extra little creepy costs that are coming in and you know what so many businesses they've just had to increase their prices because their supplier prices have gone up and that's okay too it's totally fine because like you it's not sustainable for you to eat all of those costs it really isn't so Um, is it that you don't love your business or is it the wrong customers or is it the wrong price? The next thing is, is it your customers or is it, um, your delivery method? Okay. Is it your customers or is it your delivery method? So you might decide, I don't want to work in person anymore. I'll only offer online. I've seen this in lots of industries. Um, like for example, tarot reading. A lot of people thought that it always had to be in person. And so when the pandemic happened and a lot of people had to work online, they realized they preferred it. Some um, naturopaths, kinesiologists have figured out a way to do their work online. They don't need to you know, touch people to feel their energy, to be able to see and, and, and understand what's wrong with them. Um, so it's okay for you to do that. 
It's okay for you to shift when you're available to do it. You might not want to work weekends anymore. Cool. I'm only available this day, this day, this day. If people don't like it, that's fine. They can go somewhere else. And I'm not saying that in like a bitchy way of like, fine, go somewhere else. It's like, it's okay. It's okay for them to be disappointed. It's okay for them to have to look for someone else. It's okay for you not to offer that. You might decide you don't want to work out of hours anymore because kid commitments or, you know, whatever it is. And I, I learned this from um, one of my early mentors, Fabienne Fredrickson. I joined her program and the calls for Australia, they were at like 4.30 in the morning or 6.30, depending on the, um, if it was summer or winter. Because unfortunately it goes like when you uh, – in America when it's like fall back, we spring forward. It's like oh, it's a nightmare. But anyway, I remember someone saying to her, oh, can you do other calls? And she was like, well, it has to fit in with my schedule and my family as well. And I am worth more than money. And it was like, oh, yeah. And it was not in a mean, bitchy way. It was not unkind in any way. But it was just like, here is when I'm available. So I, I either get got up or didn't get up, right? So you can do this in your own business too, is to set your own boundaries about when you're available. What am I available for? What is my work time? What, um, how many clients would I like to take on at any one time? And it's okay to set boundaries around that. That's going to bring up some stuff for, for you. And that's fine. And we'll talk about it a little bit more after this break too. Hi, my name is Beth Blanco. I'm a certified financial counselor. I've been helping people with their finances since 2005. And a few years ago, I really got into energy and personal development. And I read Denise's book, Get Rich Lucky Bitch. And I absolutely loved it. It changed the trajectory of how I helped people um, with their finances, not just the strategy, but also improving their relationship and, and just unblocking you know, all the things from their childhood. And I just absolutely love the book. Okay. So welcome back. We're talking about what happens when you don't love your business as much anymore. Um, and so we've said, is it your customers? Is it the price? Is it your business model and how you deliver? Do you want to shift the way that you deliver things? And I've, I've shifted and changed lots of different things in my business. Um, you know, I, we used to run Money Bootcamp over six weeks. Now it's open-ended. People can join any time. We do monthly calls. That works better for me. Um, it just does. And so I can show up and have longevity in that business because it works for me. I don't work on weekends. Um, I don't work um, after hours. So if someone wants to interview me for their podcast, here is when I'm available. I mean, if it was Oprah, cool, I'd get up for Oprah. But for most people, I'm like, no, that's fine. Like, here's my schedule. You know, it's okay to do that. And occasionally you'll have someone push back and you can make a decision whether or not you want to, you know, do that. But that shouldn't be the norm. You know, the norm is here's what I'm available for. Now, what else if you're just not loving your business anymore? Let's talk about boundaries around this, right? Because I um, love my money boot camp. I love everyone in there. I've loved teaching it for so many years. I've loved evolving it. But there were times where I was like, the boundary stuff was just killing me. You know, like people just tagging me all the time, tagging me on Christmas Day, tagging me expecting an answer in like two seconds. I was working every weekend and it just started to feel like a bit of a burden, to be honest. And um, I remember thinking, oh, they think that I'm just like 
They're treating me like their mom. And it's not special. I'm not special. They're just taking me for granted. And that wasn't their fault. It was my fault because I was just like, you know, I didn't have any boundaries. So I was like, okay, I'm hiring a community manager to help me. Not every question needs to be answered by me. Um, I'm not in here on the weekends. And I actually switched um, to make myself do this, actually. I used to use my personal profile in my Money Bootcamp Facebook group. And I switched to my business profile. So then on the weekends, I can just like chat, you know, chat to my friends and see funny memes and not see things in my thread where I'm like, oh, I'll just answer a question here and there. I'm just not available. And um, it feels really good to have that boundary. But also when people would tag me on something, especially if it was um, not related to the material, I'd be like, great, what lesson are you up to? What boot camp lesson are you working on at the moment? Just to set that boundary of like, I'm not just going to feed you this information. I've created the course for you. I've created where you can go for it. Go do do the work. I can't do the work for you. Um, You might have a similar problem with your clients contacting you out of hours, asking you questions. Um, People who aren't even clients kind of getting free information for you over email, you know, whether you're a service provider or whatever, wanting them, like wanting you to prove yourself. And it's like, great, here's my calendar, you know, book in to come and see me. Here's my service, book in to see me. Um, If you need help on this, by the way, I do have a free resource. Um, If you go to denisedt.com slash awkward, awkward, um, there's a free ebook and it's um, how to deal with awkward money conversations. And there's a lot of scripts in there, especially around things like time and boundary stuff where people are trying to get free information. They're trying to pick your brain. They're trying to Um, you know, ask for discounts and all that kind of stuff, um, I've got scripts in there for you. Okay. So some of these boundary things can just be like, you know, death of a thousand cuts, you know, and it can kill your business because you're just like, you never get any peace of mind. You never get time off. You always feel like you're giving, giving, giving. And especially if you're someone who um, struggles to charge and you're just like helping people for free all the time, letting people pick your brains and then they don't you know, then they don't book in with you. That's when you have to just go, great, that's exactly what I can help you with in my, you know, 60-minute Ask Me Anything session. Here's the link. And they go, oh, yeah, but what about this? And you go, yes, that's exactly what we can talk about in my 60-minute Ask Me Anything session. Here's the link. Yeah, but I was just wondering if you could just answer this one quick question. You know what? I would love to. And that's exactly what we can do in our 60-minute blog. You just keep on pointing them back to the thing because people will give like – I'm sorry, people will take and take and take and take and they will not be appreciative and they'll not say thank you in lots of different ways. But also sometimes people don't realize that they're being rude, that they're overstepping boundaries Um, because that's your job to set them. Some people just don't even realize. You might um, be someone who goes over time with your clients. And again, that's your job to look at the clock, not theirs. And I've got scripts um, in there for you too, where it's like, great, we've got an hour together. What do we want to talk about? Great, we've got half an hour together. You know, one more thing that we can talk about. Great, we've got 15 minutes. Let's wrap up. Great, we've got, you know, one minute, you know, or we've got five minutes to go. Are you clear on your next steps? Or let's book in our next session. That's your job. It's not their job. But if you're constantly letting people do that to you or you're constantly allowing it, um, that can kill your business. It really can. And one, it can kill your time and energy and bandwidth because you're just 
you, you just you don't have time for any extra clients, right? Um, what about if you're looking for an excuse to burn it all down? It's okay to evolve your business. It's okay to close things down. I actually love when I hear people who are just like, I'm done. I'm done. I actually think that's really great. I think it's a beautiful thing to know when you're done, when you're complete, when you intentionally shut things down. Where it can be a problem is when people burn things down out of sabotage, frustration, um, you know, or you burn things down and you you hurt your clients or you, um, you know, not fulfill promises. That's a sabotage, right? So it's okay to evolve things. It's okay to change. It's okay to renegotiate things. But, um, you know, if you're looking for an excuse to burn it down because you're bored, then find something else to get excited about. You don't always have to burn down your business to get excitement in your life. You know, sometimes it's just like, I'll burn it down tomorrow. I won't burn it down today. Um, or you shift some of those other things to make it a bit more fun. I always find too, a, a, a little bit of a brand refresh can sometimes be exciting. Getting new photos done, you know, refreshing a logo a little bit. That can sometimes go, oh, good new energy. Instead of going, I'm bored. I want to burn it down. It's like, how can you bring that idea into what it, what you already have, right? Um Yes. So as I said, sometimes you just need to shift the energy. Sometimes you just need to declutter, renegotiate, find ways to make it a little bit more exciting. And also sometimes you just need a little break. You know, when's the last time you had a true holiday from from your business? So not only did I bring in a community manager and started taking weekends off, we actually started to shut down Money Bootcamp, the Facebook group, over Christmas. So I did two weeks over Christmas. We do um, four days over Easter. And that feels so good to me to go, wow, I don't have to, like, I, I don't feel the burden of it anymore. I used to, for sure, when I had no boundaries. But I don't feel the burden of it. But there's something about those two weeks where I go, oh, no one needs anything from me. I don't have to check in. I don't have to see how everyone is. It's like, it's so refreshing. And then when we come back in January, everyone's like, oh, I'm so happy to be here. Oh, I miss the group so much. And it's like, we've just got this new gratitude for it. We're like, oh, we're excited again. And I think that's such a healthy thing. You know, so if you need just a little break from your business, maybe you maybe you have a, a group um, like a Facebook group like mine or a community group and you just go, Let, we're going to shut down for maintenance. We're going to shut down for Christmas. We're going to shut down for a couple of weeks. Um, or you might decide to shut it down completely and go, great, you know, now if you want to work with me, you can go into my customer group. It's totally okay to do all those things. And if you don't have time to have a full holiday, you know when people on the internet go, touch grass. Have you ever heard that? So those of you who don't know, it's like when someone's been online too much and they go, you just need to touch some grass. And it just means like go out into the real world, get off the internet for a little bit, like get in, just touch some grass. But I actually think it's not just grass. Sometimes it's like touch sand, go to the beach, reconnect to yourself, breathe some fresh air, touch water, you know, like go and have a swim, refresh I love going into the ocean and just refreshing. I had someone once, I was like, it was a psychic session. I was like, what should I do about my next book? She's like, oh, your guides are telling me to go to the ocean and have a swim. And I was like, but what should I do about this? And she's like, 
your guides are telling me to go to the ocean and have a swim. And I was like, eh, but what should I do about this? And she was like, yeah, they're just saying go to the freaking ocean, like have a swim. And I'm like, okay, message received. It was like, I asked like five questions and then she was like, I'm really sorry. They're just saying this is the answer. But it's like touch grass, touch sand, touch water, touch fur, like hang out with your fur babies, touch peen, whatever you need, touch some boobs. I don't care. Just do something to like get out of your head, you know, get out of your head. And sometimes we catastrophize things and go, oh, my business sucks. Everything sucks. And it's like, no, you just need to drink some water. You just need to go outside. You just need to fire that client, that one client that's causing you so much stress. You just need to like set a boundary and that will make all the difference. And I tell you, like, yes, I've had um, ups and downs with my love affair with my business for sure. But every time I make a little evolution like that, I fall in love with it again. I really do. I fall back in love with it. And business can be so great and such a beautiful way to serve people and to receive money in return. But you're allowed to design it how you want to design it. Okay, so hopefully I've given you some good ideas. But don't go away. I've got one final thought for you after this last break. All right, bye. Hi, everyone. I'm Jo McKee. I live in Caloundra and I'm a marketer who works with brands that are making a positive impact on the world. I joined Money Bootcamp in 2020 after, I think, nine years of watching Denise grow it. I knew that what Denise teaches is effective, but I kept thinking it was effective only for other people. Making the first payment to enrol to back myself was scary. Since joining Bootcamp, my biggest shift has been erasing the fear that I would have to start all over again financially again. I was able to trust that what I would build will last. I also felt like if I wasn't working really, really hard, then what I did wasn't valuable enough to others. I carried a lot of fear. After joining Bootcamp, I found an incredible group of lucky bees who support each other regardless of whether they're going for the first 10K month or their first million dollar month, because it's not about the actual dollars so much as our perception. The biggest things I got out of Bootcamp and still do is that the income I create will continue to increase that I have just as much right to be in a particular lane as anybody else and that the assets I build up will last. For anyone considering bootcamp, I say go for it, even if you're scared, even if you're not sure whether the investment will be worthwhile. Trust yourself, back yourself, give yourself the gift of this investment and watch as you enter a whole new space of generosity, confidence, ease and financial growth. I've created a strong vision of where my agency will be in three years' time and it's already starting to become reality. Hey, and welcome back. I really hope this episode is giving you some inspiration of shifting and changing, pivoting things, because remember, it's this or nothing. Like you've got nothing to lose if you were going to give it all away, quit, burn it all down anyway. So I hope that feels empowering, right? It's like, oh, what could it look like? And it's okay to do it incrementally. Okay. It's okay to do it incrementally. Um, And you've got to think of... um, Scarlett O'Hara at the end of Gone with the Wind, she's like, tomorrow is another day. And that's it. It's like, tomorrow is another day. Um, And I often tell myself that. It's like, I can quit tomorrow. I just can't quit today. Um, And so don't, you don't have to, you don't have to put up with anything. You really don't. You're allowed to choose. You're allowed to gracefully exit. You're allowed to complete things. You're allowed to shift and pivot and renegotiate. You're allowed to have it exactly the way you want it, okay? Um, Tomorrow is another day and you have permission. You really do. 
Okay, that's it for me this week. I um, would love to hear from you. As always, let me know what you're quitting, what you're changing, what you're shifting, because I want to hear that too. I want to. I want that inspiration and ideas. Everyone's got something to share. So reach out at Denise DT, send me a DM, or just send me an email as well. All right, my lovely, it's your time. You're ready for the next step. I'll see you next week on another episode of Chill and Prosper. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.